0: Can't touch this. Can't touch this. can't touch this. Can't touch this. My 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 music hit me so hard. Makes me say, Oh my lord, thank you for
1: blessing me when I'm mind to run and do like me that
0: good. Hey everybody, welcome to stop. Homer Time it's a podcast within a podcast which is the overdue podcast which is a podcast about the books you've been meaning to read. My name is Craig. My name is Andrew. We record these so infrequently that I think you forget that sick intro that I, I rap every that, time.
1: That horrible f- intro mistake. <laughs> that you- this is the end of the road for a stop homer time, at yeah. least for the foreseeable future. And we're, I'm just wondering how you're feeling about it. We're sailing
0: into into safe harbor, I think. Um, we've gotten home. We've
1: killed all the people who are trying to woo our wives. <laughs> yeah, and now we true. just kind of have to clean up.
0: We do have to clean up. Um, we uh, Our most recent episode actually was our chat with Emily Wilson, uh, which was super fun. And thanks again to her for not only making a sick translation, but uh, spending time with us two chuckleheads. Um, yeah. And I think now it's time to to talk about the end, I guess. It feels weird that we're here. The it feels our weird our that it's ending.
1: It feels weird that it's ending because it is an idea that I had in a bar <laughs> because I could give it a stupid name, <laughs> which was Stop Homer Time. And now here we are at the like a year later, maybe a little bit more even. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a busy year. I don't know. It's been the first year in a while where time has like meant something. Like it's slowed down and there are just like things happening.
0: Oh, I see. You got you got that whole thing going on. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Well, what happened last time, Andrew? <sighs> what not Boy. the last time? that we so we talked to what happened Wilson, in books 22 talking. and 23 is what yeah,
1: yeah 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 yeah, um odysseus and telemachus and the good servants killed all the suitors <laughs> sure who else did they kill um all the slave women yep that was bad who were yeah they they made them like clean out the house and then they killed them yeah it was very bad it wasn't great um that's no, pretty much what i remember i don't know if there's anything else going on of note that book, we need to talk about
0: book 23 is the reveal to penelope which is the like oh i'm oh right like
1: tell me about my cool bed tell me about my cool wallace and Gromit bed that i this built is my in the secret wall. bed test <laughs> yes
0: all sorts of secret tests and then it's like oh and now you know we have to prepare for the town that might want to kill us and I have some unfinished business. And also I got to go see my dad. Just got to go see my dad.
1: Got to go see my dad. Got to tell him I'm still alive. Got to go
0: talk to Laertes. Um, and that's how that book wraps. <laughs> and then we're just like, book 24 opens and it's, we're not hanging out with uh Odysseus at first. Like Odysseus, not, not Odysseus, Hermes is taking like a bunch of ghosts on a, on a tour. <laughs> Or something. ghost tour
1: we're down in. we're down in hell basically
0: <laughs> on the way we, we got to get there mm-hmm. but yes we we go to hell because hermes with like a magic wand takes all of these suitors ghosts down to hades uh-huh um and we get this like little callback to the previous hades scene we were talking before we started recording that this book feels like it's playing the hits a little bit book
1: 24 is all the stuff in the odyssey all condensed into one book yes it's just all the great all the great tropes that we've come to know and love over the last 23 books all condensed into this (laughs) uh so we get down
0: there and we see some of the ghosts that we saw before achilles ghost patroclus ghost ajax handsome ghost Um a Meg A a Megnon. Agamemnon. Agamemnon. Spirit. Um I was I was struck by for the most part um they are referred to as like that person's ghost or that person's spirit in the translation. Mm -hmm. Whenever they do something, it's not like there's a subtle difference from that person, which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um and they basically like for a couple pages just talk about
1: who died better. Like yeah, they talk about the the dying in Troy. They tell Achilles about like how rad his funeral was. Yes, that's, oh, it's, and it's very rad. It's <laughs> specifically Agamemnon being like, Achilles, you die the way you died, man, would that we all could die like that instead of doing what I did, which is get home and get killed by my wife, my stupid wife, who I hate, who makes all women bad yeah. by how bad she is. Man, imagine having to spend eternity with Agamemnon. <laughs> Yeah, it would be like being trapped on the red pill Reddit for (laughs) your, which I guess that is a version of hell. I think that you could go through. I don't know which circle it is. The suitors come down, and Agamemnon's like, hey, what happened to you guys? And so they tell the whole story. And it sounds kind of different coming from the suitors because they say, I think it's Antinous talking, says basically, like we went Odysseus didn't seem like he was coming home. We went. Yeah. Figure out who's talking for me. Odysseus yeah. didn't seem like he was coming home. He we went to to court his wife who wouldn't tell us no and like wouldn't let us go away. And then we got killed. Like we, and so I guess I'm the jerk. <laughs> yeah. This is um, Amphetamine. And oh, okay, sure. Who is... I think those um, are illegal in professional e- sports. Yeah, and
0: they used to use them, the greenies, they called them. Um, mm-hmm. He's Menelaus's son. Right, um, right, right, right. So he wanders in um, after being led down to Hades like a bat by Hermes, and um, Agamemnon's like, yo, what up? He says, you are all so young and strong, you must have been the best boys in your town. <laughs> This is
1: what the song "The Boys Are Back in Town" is about.
0: <laughs> and then he lists like several like respectable ways that they could have died. I guess, uh-huh. like you know, maybe it was Poseidon's fault, or like oh well, you poached some cows. It happens. And then no, he tells the whole story, and they got played. Um, and Agamemnon's answer is, "Lucky you, cunning Odysseus, you got yourself a wife of virtue." <laughs>
1: Great Penelope, how principled she was that she remembered her husband all those years. Her fame will live forever, and the deathless gods will make a poem to delight all those on Earth about intelligent Penelope. Not like my wife, who murdered her own husband. Her story will be hateful. She will bring bad reputation to all other women, even the good ones. This is the second time he's told this story. And I feel Agamemnon's just the guy at the party who always has to make every story about himself. It's, I feel like he doesn't you comment got, like, on what happened to these dudes at all. You got twenty people come down and like swelling the ranks of hell, and Agamemnon's not like, whoa, what's what's happening here? New freshman class coming down.
0: <laughs> we gotta we gotta haze him. Tell we them. Gotta haze them. The pool's Agam- on the
1: roof. Am I right? Uh, Agamemnon's just obsessed with with how he got owned by his wife i guess
0: it's really weird um it, it's and like he there's some cool language in there like Amphitryon's like there was a the dreadful noise of screaming and broken skulls and agamemnon's like well my, my wife sucks
1: i don't I, care what have, you, to have you. i told you about my wife I told you about my
0: wife um and they just like hang out and then that scene ends it's just like hey that's where they live well, they don't live. They're dead. But that's where they are now. They're dead.
1: Yeah. But then then we go back to Odysseus, who his deal is, well, we got to go see my dad now. What do you- but, but I can't just go see my dad. I have to lie to him and do a big test. And at this point in the book, it's just like, all right, man, if you got to do this to everyone, that's fine. But- It just feels, it feels pathological at this point. Yeah. He can't find like
0: the, the head slave of his dad that he's looking for. He tells like his slaves or Telemachus, or he says Telemachus also like, go get a sweet pig. We're going to go eat a pig later. And he sees his dad like, just like being the human embodiment of crying under a pear tree. He's like, well, my dad looks sad and dirty. I better not tell him that I'm me. <laughs> I better wander up <laughs> and lie to him and insult him for like being dirty. And like he calls him a slave and asks who his owner is. And then is like, oh, well, this is Ithaca,
1: right? I used to know Odysseus. He was pretty cool. Like,
0: what are always you doing? Always doing
1: this. He always doesn't have any other card to play. It's just like, I'm going to pretend to be somebody who knew Odysseus, and I'm just going to play on your emotions. And it, I guess we just should be thankful that we don't get the full backstory of this person he's made up this time, which is typical of the Odyssey. It's really
0: <laughs> short, actually. He's like, oh, my name is Aperitus. I am son of King Aphaeidus, son of Pelippon. An evil spirit <laughs> struck me, and I came from Sicily against my will. What? Okay. Mm -hmm. A witch cursed you and now you're here tormenting a sad dad. Mm -hmm. Great. Neat neat job, Prince. So he makes his he
1: makes his dad cry and then he's like, Dad, 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 hold (laughs) on. It's me. It's me, Odysseus, your favorite son. Here's my scar. I know about all your trees. It's really me. What is up with
0: the tree test? What a like what a specific Oh, man, I mean, I, I guess. Think this is what it
1: was like to go to the DMV in Greece, I guess. It's just like, show me your scar. Can you tell me what you remember about the trees planted by your house to like prove that you're really you?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like apparently they they used to do this when he was a kid. They would walk around the orchard, and that stuff, I mean, I get it. Like Growing a tree takes time. If you grew like 100 trees like Laertes did, like you would be proud of them and probably talk to your son about them nonstop. Yeah, right. So Odysseus is like rattling off the numbers and, t- and you know, types of trees. And Laertes takes it in stride. I mean, his son is back from the dead, basically. So I guess he's not going to complain. I would punch my son for doing this to me. <laughs> <laughs> my adult grown son, I would punch him.
1: No one has punched Odysseus yet. And he's done this to so many people.
0: Has no one he has punched like Aduceus? He has
1: Ashton Kutcher disease. He's just always got to be lying to everybody. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you got juiced, is what he would say. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a pull. And then, yeah, and then they just, like, hang out. And then Laertes takes a bath and Athena makes him look hot again. Yeah,
1: she gives him such muscles, she doesn't pour anything over him. She just makes him taller and has good. He has good muscles. Yep. yep. Oh, father, you look different. A god has made you taller and more handsome.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing to say to your dad after you called him a dirty slave man. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. The do- The slave Dolius shows up and is like, "Oh, so good to see you. This is great. Um, happy to have you back." And then they're like they're prepping for the coming fight. Um, Yeah, there's one last little tiny bit of tension here. Meanwhile, swift rumor spread the news all through the city of the suitor's dreadful murder. And rumor is capitalized, which I noted. I didn't think, I didn't know that rumor was a goddess. Um, It's feme or feme, or there's like a Roman name that I, Fama or something. Okay. Um, But it's generally a like, a lady with wings and a big trumpet that flies around and shares news with everybody, <laughs> <laughs> always stirring stuff up. Yep. That rumor, yep. Um, and so that the news is spreading around town. They are like burying the bodies and sending other bodies home. Um, and Intinuous's dad, whose name I believe is—I wrote it down—you pay these. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um which I wrote phonetic like as the words to give myself the the pronunciation. The pronunciation. Good job. Yes.
1: Finally right here at the at the one yard line getting that pronunciation uh, yeah. right.
0: You pay these. You pay these what? I don't know. <laughs> um and he's like this sucks. We got to go kill that guy. Um I can't believe he took. First, he took all of our all of our men to war, and a bunch of them died. And now he killed all of our sweet, sweet sons. And he killed
1: all the best boys in town. And what are we? Are we just going to stand for this? Yeah. So we're run, we're once again getting this story from the other perspective, which yeah. is a man who everyone thought was dead came back and killed everyone in his house. <laughs> and I could see why people would not. Like if they weren't familiar with the story, of the Odyssey, I think I could see how they might take a dim view of of what had happened. Yes,
0: I also don't know. Like, does the I might be misremembering, but like, do people in Ithaca were they cool with Odysseus before he left? Like, I guess he was cool, right? Laertes. Yeah, I mean, was in I charge. think the,
1: I think they liked him. It's just been a full two decades <laughs> since he was around, so.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: Yeah. There's that Um, thing at the beginning of the book where they hadn't even called like a town hall meeting since Odysseus left. left. (laughs) Yeah, like it's, I feel like Ithacans are just kind of self governing at this point. Um, so yeah,
0: you you pay these, is all upset, and uh, Medon, who is one of the servants or slaves of Odysseus, I think, he speaks up and is like, No, I saw this god named Mentor who helped him, like, clearly. They were supposed to die. Um, and Helitharxes speaks up and he's like, yeah, these kids sucked. Like all your sons were terrible people. Um, how did you not know that they were so bad? They deserved to die. And I think this like works on some people, but not all of them. I think
1: um yeah it's like half of them leave and half of them are like yeah i'm still mad
0: yes yes i'm and coming they, like,
1: with you i'm still mad put on their armor and they're like we're gonna go fight this guy and then
0: just smash cut to athena Andrew, uh-huh. where she is like i didn't
1: think this all the way through to the end uh-huh. so now it
0: happened and i kind of <laughs> i kind of like that like we jump there and it's unclear where we are for a second like uh-huh. uh, you know a couple lines later it's made clear that she she swooped down from olympus but it's just kind of like we're just going to like pan over to the gods who are guess are everywhere at all times right. mm-hmm. um and she's like zeus
1: my dad would stop Help. this <laughs> and zeus is like is this are you still do are you still going <laughs> i thought can we can we wrap this up i
0: thought this show ended like <laughs> 6 months ago um and she's like whatever just like I mean, they could fight or whatever, but let them all be friends. He says, and "Yeah, I she's feel like, he
1: just basically says, 'I feel like we've, I feel like we've sorted this out. We yes. can't just keep letting them retaliate against each other forever.'" Yes.
0: Um. Then we get a count of the the slaves that are going to fight alongside Odysseus and Telemachus and Laertes. Um. And we get a little bit of a like, "Okay, son, I'm standing next to you. Oh, I'll fight, great, Dad." Like, I won't bring any shame to you. And Laertes who's super old. He's like, I guess I have to fight, too. Well, because he got my he spear,
1: got that extra tallness and those extra muscles. Now. True.
0: That's true. And Athena shows up and says, you are my favorite, Laertes. Pray to the bright eyed goddess and her father, then lift and hurl your spear. And he does. And the spear goes
1: right through you babies. <laughs> whoops. Just whoops. Right through him. And then after that, Athena's like, "Hey, <laughs> stop it! I know. Stop it." She gave Grandpa
0: the magic spear. He killed a dude, and then just as they're about to fight, she's like, "Guys, guys, guys! You guys just gotta, gotta
1: kill guys. the worst one. Like, you gotta kill the guy who's not who's gonna go back home and and sulk because his best boy got killed." Yeah, his boy was pretty bad.
0: Um, and they saw they all start to leave, but like Odysseus is still gonna go fight him. And Zeus, you know, casts lightning bolt and stops him. Mm-hmm. And Athena says, "Odysseus, you are adaptable. You always find solutions. Stop this war, or Zeus will be enraged at you." He was glad to obey her. Then Athena made the warring sides swear solemn oaths of peace for future times. Still in her guise as mentor. End of poem. The end. What an ending
1: i was what <laughs> it's it is weird because this is a kind of a, literally a deus ex machina i guess well yeah that and seems... the book has been the book's been full of them yes working both working for and against our our hero <laughs> in many cases but i don't know it really just feels like if the gods could just tell everybody to stop it they could have done it already
0: yeah i guess I'm,
1: these people these people hadn't done anything specific bad to the gods i guess everybody else was like rude and that's that's a no no you can't do that yep to the gods because the gods are gonna get mad so i i guess when it's when it's just humans mad at each other for human things the gods are like can you just save it can you save it until <laughs> somebody like doesn't burn a cow right and then we could get in a fight about it yes that makes sense um but it
0: to me i was just surprised at how swiftly it wrapped up like how swiftly it was just like athena says no more story's over i
1: have other things to do yeah like it, it, in my mind i i think and i think this is true uh, for, for many people the experience of reading odyssey but i you don't remember how how early in the book he gets home truth and truth. then just hangs out with a swineherd forever And then after that, you don't you don't remember how like quickly he manages to kill all the suitors, and then the way that it wraps up is I'm not going to say it's quite anticlimactic because it like like we've said it sort of brings a lot of the the themes and the tropes of the poem in one last time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just to send us off. I did
0: also I was reading a little bit about the book and the like the parallel interactions of uh. Odysseus and Laertes as like father and son, which is in and of itself, like, you know, the generation leveling up of Telemachus and Odysseus. Um, and then, you know, put that alongside you pay these and all of the dads who lost their crappy suitor sons. Um, so there's like that angle is working a little bit. Um, but I think in ultimately it's like, well, we got to, we got to kick this, odysseus uh lied to someone and then reveal his true identity tour like up to the highest rung on the ladder which is dad's yeah Um, because that's where the book kind of starts it's like oh i'm gonna go find my dad and then odysseus has to go find his dad and lie to him i
1: guess that's nice i guess (laughs) i think i I feel like it's more like this book is more is written so book twenty three comes out and they review it on sure. the AV club uh-huh. and the commenters are just like wouldn't everybody be mad that their sons got killed like these are all the, the best and brightest young men of of Ithaca and they we're just like we're just gonna let them die and that's the end if it, it's a book written to appease the commenters and just Shh. like let everybody know just wrap all the <laughs> threads up okay and maybe it's not satisfying to the true fans but. The true fans are going to complain anyway. But what did the true fans want? So, like, this is fun. I don't know what anyone in any fandom wants.
0: Well, No, but, I okay, like, uh, this translation starts with Odysseus being called a complicated man. So I'm, like, thinking about that as we close the book on him. He's a guy who got revenge on a bunch of dudes who tried to marry his wife and kill his son, and... He has to still go off and like appease Poseidon, right? Like he yeah. still has that debt to pay. Um, he meets his dad after being quote unquote dead for twenty years and lies to him, and then everybody cries.
1: Uh, yeah, like if you if you want to get into him being complicated, he is in in no way unambigu like unambiguously good all the time. Like he he lies constantly. Sometimes when he needs to, and sometimes just to do it. Yes, he is not an amazing leader because he gets all his men killed. And I think this is one of the complaints that all the Ithacans have about him. Is sure, like this, sure. This guy went off and he got everybody killed. And I'm sure there are a lot of friends of um, among. The Ithacans of all those people who got killed after they ate those magic cows. <laughs> um, he is like he is prone to boasting, and and in in a way that endangers the people around him, like we saw with the Cyclops. Yeah, does he do like noble stuff? I
0: mean, I guess he treats some of his slaves nicely, and he does like kill other bad people.
1: Well, and he, I, I think the cleverness is, is a virtue in, unto itself, it at portrayed least as, as, as virtuous, portrayed, yes, as portrayed right, in right. this book. Yeah. And he's always, you know, he does what he's what he needs to for the gods in the end after they get sufficiently upset at him, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, this is like, un- this is
0: complicated man in a microcosm in this book. I did want to think about that god thing for a second, Andrew, as we kind of wrap up our, our thoughts on the Odyssey in general. Like, why do <laughs> <Just> they? Why? <laughs> why why are they so into him? Like Who? the
1: gods? Like I know why that are the gods into Odysseus? Yeah, is that I mean, just and Athena have that that weird lying codependent relationship? <laughs> sure, it really does seem like he is Athena's favorite because of his cleverness. Yes, and. I'm not, I don't know if I would say that he's like a pet of hers, but that is how it plays sometimes. Okay. Ooh, I choose you, Odysseus. Yeah, he lets, she lets him out of the Pokeball. Yes. Fights a Cyclops. It's not very effective. <laughs> <laughs> but his evolved form does kill all the suitors. In That's one true. She's d- oh, an she, incredible attack. She uses a mega evolve on him. He scored a critical hit on the axes. Uh-huh. And then this is good. kills all the suitors. Yeah, this is good. Um, I guess because like. Did you know there's another separate edition of the Odyssey that you can read that's mostly the same book, but it has slightly different creatures in it. <laughs> Shut up. And people were supposed to, you know, you're, you're supposed to go and you hear the different poems and then you tell the other people about the different monsters and like trade the information about them. Yeah. And then they made a third version
0: where you could use the characters from the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I bring up the God thing because one of the this was a fun reminder, like reading this whole story, a fun reminder of the ways in like it Greek mythology has heroes, right, and they have these characters that we remember, but they are not heroes quite the same as we see them in like fantasy tropes today, like. He has a relationship with the gods, but it's not like he's a chosen one on some sort of quest to right a cosmic injustice. He's just yeah, a tr- like when guy does, trying to get home.
1: It's more of a, I don't know if it's a Beowulfy hero model, but like you, you see gradually the hero model getting more...
0: I think I Beowulf know. is an interesting transition from yeah, this Yeah, it's it's to like a, it's van, a transition
1: yeah. point from this to like Arthurian stuff yeah. where like mm-hmm. you are the chosen one and and you are, you know, you are destined for for great things.
0: I wonder how how much Christianity has to play in that too because that's certainly part of the Arthurian stuff, right? Like Yeah,
1: like if you get into like King Arthur and, and Joan of Arc and stuff like they yeah, are, yeah. they had they are fighting a noble cause and the the power and the righteousness of that cause is coming from this deity i don't know like i'm not i'm not a scholar on this so i'm probably talking straight out of my butt like odysseus (laughs) but also just like odysseus (laughs) meeting his dad i'm just making stuff (laughs) up left and right but also (laughs) the the
0: gods in this are so capricious and so like many of them are very self-interested and you know or have their own like whims that they follow or whatever the supernatural creatures are so there's not like that higher purpose that comes yeah there, there's from a there's like a humanistic fiction yeah
1: there's a humanity to these gods that doesn't exist even in like the, the depending on on how you think about like god and jesus and their relationship like, yeah, the, yeah, the literally the human manis- manifestation of god is not as human as the as the greek gods are That's like, the true. greek gods can be petty and they can be nasty and they can screw around on on everybody and like get human like disguise themselves as cows and get humans pregnant and stuff like it's this is the stuff that god Christian god would not no would not get involved in. <laughs> they would these not are, do these that. are the kinds of shenanigans that he would not get get up to
0: no um so yeah that's just an interesting thing as we consider like odysseus a Greek hero uh that like not only is does he like have internal things that make him like not quite what we expect of heroes today, but also like the framework around him is very different.
1: Um, Yeah. It's like the, the Greek system, it's almost like there's a spectrum of gods, right? Like you've got the Titans all the way at the top of it. And then you get to like the Zeus, Poseidon, Hades tier. Yep. And then down to the like Athena, Hephaestus, Mm -hmm. um, Aphrodite tier. Artemis. yeah. Yeah. And you get down and down, into like the the calypso's, and then you get to the you you get from the especially like human like gods who have very specific responsibilities and very small spheres of power to the god like humans. Your
0: your Hercules, your Heracles, or oh Achilles your, was dumped in a yeah, river. your
1: Achilles and your Ajax and your Odysseus. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's they are at the. Near the bottom of this of this tree wow. that goes all the way up, but yeah, like they' so are, like, they're all kind of interesting they they're all kind of similar in their humanity. in there, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: I was just uh, now I was just thinking when Athena makes Laerte's buffer and slightly younger and less dirty, does he stay that way forever, or is it a glamour? Is it like an illusion?
1: Well, I've gotta think that either it's a concentration spell. So when Athena loses concentration, he loses the buff, or it's like a twenty-four hours thing. Sure, I mean that's the easiest. I really, I think this maps really cleanly to the D and D system, like actually.
0: third edition. I think is what if Homer there's played. if there's
1: not a if there is not a Greek mythology flavored offshoot of D and D, I feel like maybe there should. be There has to be. Um, like, there's just a transmutation spell where you turn people into pigs. Like if it's too. It fits too good. The the other only like last
0: thing that I have in terms of you know, closing thought bullet notes, and we've we've talked about this a little bit, Andrew, it's like the type of manhood that's on display in this book is interesting. Um because we have this like clever guy who's good at fighting mostly, um, who served in this big war and and everybody is still bound up in like honor and things like that. but
1: he's also a big fat crybaby he's a big
0: fat crybaby (laughs) most of the men in this book are big fat crybabies for one reason or another like
1: i think that's i think that's good i think that when masculinity got to the point where you couldn't show any sensitivity or cry that was bad like i it's interesting that you have both the super machismo in this but also the vulnerability and the weeping and the, well, like, rending of garments. Yes,
0: the all of the emotions are very big. So, like, you have license to be one alongside the other. So then the problem is then you still have the patriarchy when you're, like, you know, killing slave women for, for things they shouldn't be killed for. Um, and you're also, like, you have a dude who goes to hell and just decides he's going to spend eternity complaining about his wife. Or you have the treatment of like <laughs> Calypso and just what a bunch of dudes do to
1: Penelope. Just like, like the Greek version of the honeymooners <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Like the relationship to the relationships to women in the book are pretty uh, not great. Um unless you want to maybe count Odysseus and Athena. Uh
1: yeah, like Ath- Athena gets shaded in interesting ways. Penelope, I think, and, and if you read um, Wilson's translation note, she does talk about some of the the words that are more traditionally like masculine used to Truth. refer to Penelope. But it's inter- it, it is interesting that even even those characters, like they are they are described in masculine ways to like make them to give them more like power. Make well, yeah, them more interesting. Like there's there's not there is some power in in femininity like the 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 weaving and unweaving of the of the loom is the is the main like yeah. domestic way that penelope gets to gets to show off her own intellectual prowess but penelope's not like going around lying to everybody it's just like saying i'm not penelope i'm <laughs> i am rachel from sparta and I knew I knew Penelope in high school, and let me tell you about her.
0: <laughs> yeah, there. No, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. There aren't. I don't think there's a like a woman character who like travels or adventures at all, other than maybe Athena. Because like I was thinking about Circe and Calypso, and they have their like islands or their like they their quote unquote homes, right, where Odysseus is kept for periods of time. Um, and he's trying to get back to Penelope's home, but they are not portrayed at all um, as like people who move through
1: the world necessarily. Right. Well, that's not their role, I guess. In this, society, not
0: not in that but... society. No, no, no. So, it's just interesting that you get like some varied shades of what manhood can be, but the patriarchy is still very present to balance it out, so that we don't get too carried away with how nice yeah, these men are. You
1: just you just need to. Some stories are universe.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you
1: just need that undercurrent of patriarchy to make modern readers comfortable with the yeah, narrative. That's I good. Think. Um
0: anything else you wanted to hit in terms of your like, hey, we just read the Odyssey and this is what stood
1: out? I don't know. This this translation did I don't I don't want to say that my relationship with this this book needed to be repaired, but I think mm. my my relationship to the book was, this is homework. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. And to go into to talk about it in class, like you hit the big Cliff Notes themes and, you know, the things that we have as, as a culture have decided that we need to take away from the Odyssey. Like, this is what we're going to talk about. Yep. But... Just the, the the economy of the language is is really impressive. Like this thing, this thing just flies by. It, yep. It's it's an absolute pleasure to read. It's it is funny, very in a funny. lot of spots. Yep. Like even even if you're not trying to do a goofy dumb podcast about it, it is it's funny in a way that I was not. Aware that it could be because I just didn't think that literature this old knew what funny was. Like <laughs> yep. it had too many other things to do. You do just presume
0: that anything over five hundred years old is just deadly serious because everyone's just trying to survive all
1: the. It's time. either that or it's Shakespeare where he's making jokes and they're just like whoosh right over my head. Like I don't understand the. Pun. I'm sure this pun is very funny. I'm sure this is a great dick joke, but I just don't have the context for it anymore. Yeah, that's probably true. None of those in here necessarily. Just lots
0: of olive oil. Lots, just lots of, of olive just oil. Just
1: rubbing that oil all over each all other. All
0: over you. Um. Well, I guess that's the Odyssey then, Andrew.
1: I guess that's it. I guess we done.
0: I guess we done. Mm. Oh, it is sad.
1: It's a little sad. But now guess I'm excited, what?
0: I'm excited for her Iliad to come out. Yeah. Whenever that happens. Whenever that happens. No rush. No rush. rush. <laughs> no rush. Emily our good
1: friend. Our good friend of the show, Emily Wilson.
0: Um but we but we can um we can rest easy, Andrew, because we have something else to read.
1: Oh, do we now? Tell me yes. about
0: it. It's time for us to hang out with our good pal Agamemnon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Down in hell.
0: Down in hell. So the next uh Patreon bonus series that we're gonna be doing um is going to be Hellboys a divine comedy podcast where we are going to read, uh, Dante's divine comedy, starting with the Inferno, uh, one month at a time. Please
1: join us. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sure like how, if we'll do all three of the volumes or, or what I've we'll do. I think that. are planning
0: for it. Yes. Yeah. Please.
1: The, the, um, the plan is to, to, adhere to us the same release schedule like Craig I think you worked out like the number of yeah. mm-hmm. bits of it that we need, would would want to read at a time but do you want to talk about the translation that we're going to be reading Yeah we're going to be reading which is, Emily Emily Wilson recommended this to us cuz yes. we asked her because we're good pals now <laughs> So this uh, provides a sort of continuity to the the bonus podcast experience Yes
0: we're this it was written by Dante originally right but we are reading the Hollander translation which is Robert Hollander and Gene Hollander um, I think came out of their like teaching and scot and academic work. Um, Hollander is a, is a scholar and teacher of Dante, and uh, <laughs> Robert, excuse me, they're both last name is Hollander. Boop. My goodness, um, he's <laughs> off to an auspicious start. I know. Uh, Jean is a poet herself. Um, and they have written a, a verse translation of uh of the epic poem. Um that I believe are the edition that we'll be using has some Italian has the Italian text in it as well.
1: Mamma mia.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's a one spicy meat of all. I think we
0: will hey. the, the goal <laughs> is to do something like what we did here where we're doing like several cantos at a time. If the math works out, it'll be something like nine cantos an episode. Um Is that per Patreon episode or per public episode? Per Patreon episode, per, Mm -hmm. per, you know, 40 to 60 minutes at a time.
1: And then we'll keep releasing on the main feed as like two months worth of Patreon episodes every other month. Yep. So keep an eye out
0: for those. And again, if uh, you want to get those early, then you got to pay up. Cha-ching. If you read this Odyssey along with us and you have any thoughts that you want to share with us, please send us an email at OverduePod at gmail.com or hit us up online at Twitter.com slash OverduePod or Facebook.com slash OverduePod. Andrew, tell them about all the other
1: stuff. Uh, OverduePodcast.com is our website. Patreon.com slash OverduePod you probably already know about if you're listening to this. Um I don't know. Like, is there anything else? I don't I don't like to get too far into the promo weeds for the people who are actually literally paying money for content. Well,
0: this is going to go out for everyone. So
1: what do you say at the
0: end of every episode of Stop Homer Time?
1: As we say at the end of every episode, you look different. A goddess made you taller and more handsome. <laughs>
0: Hammer Time.